Hello and welcome to Wendy's Journey. I'm your host, Wendy J. Cumberbatch. Join me as I share my journey living with fibromyalgia and chronic Lyme disease. My life's goal is to empower, encourage, and inspire those living with chronic illness and bring about more awareness and support. Be sure to subscribe and follow, and don't forget to share. Thanks for stopping by. Hello, and welcome to episode four of Wendy's Journey. So today I really thought I would start with a post that I um, made or uh, wrote back in 2014, just shortly after I was diagnosed with Lyme disease. I wrote this post to try my best to explain exactly what Lyme disease is. And I'll be honest, the definition can be a little confusing. There's a lot of big words. Um, So I will make an attempt to share with you um, really, you know, what it is, how you get it, what are some of the early symptoms um, that if you notice it and you catch it early, what you can do. Also, what happens if you don't catch it early, um, as it was in my case, and the symptoms that follow. And I'll warn you, the list of symptoms for chronic Lyme disease is quite extensive. And I'm going to share that with you today. I've got my list here, I've got my notes, um, and so let's go ahead and get started. So the title of this episode is What is Lyme Disease? And again, um, this is coming from a blog post that I did um, on myjourneywithlyme.com back uh, in 2014. So Lyme disease is an infectious disease that um, is caused by three strains of bacteria that belong to the Borrelia family. Lyme disease is most known um, in the Northeast or the New England area, um, specifically in Connecticut, which is where they found the very first case of Lyme disease back in 1975. Um, and it was identified by a gentleman by the name of Willie Bergdorfer. Um, And so when you think about Lyme disease, most often someone contracts Lyme disease by being um, bit by an infected tick, which was the case with me. I was bit by several deer ticks back in 2003. Some of the early signs of Lyme disease are fever, headache, and fatigue. And in my case, it was also accompanied with hand tremors, loss of balance, and memory loss. And about 70 to 80% of those infected um, will notice these um, symptoms. And um, they would also notice, in some cases, a rash, a bullseye rash, um, at the site where the tick bit them. Now, I want to note that not everyone who's, who's um, contracted Lyme disease, um, not everyone will have that telltale bull's eye rash. 
Um, in my case, I did. I had several. As I mentioned, I was bit by several deer ticks. Um, where I used to live, there was a large um, property, and at the end of the property, there was a creek, and um, deer would feed um, and you know drink water from that creek that ran behind the property. I had never heard of Lyme disease. I didn't know what it was. And because um, those ticks are so tiny, as tiny in some cases as a poppy seed, you may not notice them. I didn't notice them. Um, if you have freckles on your body, like I do, um, or moles or anything like that, they'll just blend in and you won't notice it. So um, I just wanted to call that out. So about so that means about 20 to 30% of people infected with Lyme disease don't even see the rash. So um, if you are bitten by a tick that is infected with Lyme disease and you start to feel sick, if you catch it within the first um, couple of weeks, go to the doctor, they will give you a round of uh, antibiotics for about 28 to 30 days. Most often the medication is doxycycline and uh, you'll take that and you know, you caught it early and it'll be able to knock out the Lyme disease. Unfortunately, if it's left untreated, um, other symptoms will start to develop uh, that involve your joints and your heart and your central nervous system. And in this case, if you continue to go untreated, um, the symptoms become more and more serious, which can uh, cause a disability. And it can be very difficult to diagnose and very difficult to treat. And so once it has gone for several months or even years, the Lyme disease then turns to chronic Lyme disease. Now, there are some doctors who don't believe in chronic Lyme disease. Um, and there's a long story um, behind that, but there is a lot of controversy in that some doctors who don't really know a lot about it don't believe that if you have an illness that goes untreated for years, they don't believe that it turns chronic. I beg to differ because I do have chronic Lyme disease. Um, but I'll discuss that further in, in another episode. Um, so I'll, let me just recap. If you get bit by a tick that is infected with Lyme and you start to feel sick or you notice a bullseye rash, you want to go to the doctor, you know, immediately so they, they can start you on antibiotics. Now, having said that, 20 to 30% of people who are bit by a tick and is infected with Lyme disease, you may not see a rash at all, but you'll start to feel sick. And over time, your symptoms will become worse and worse and worse, as it did in my case. Um, just to share a little bit about me, I um, was bit, I noticed, um, what I thought were just like little rashes, one on my right arm and then um, four or five, I can't remember, on my torso. 
Um, I started to feel sick. I, you know, my hands were shaky. I had a low grade fever. Um, I was exhausted, like beyond tired. No matter how long I slept, no matter how many naps I took, I was exhausted. I started having migraines that eventually turned into migraine headaches. Um, it was awful. I did go to the doctor um, within about a week or so from noticing the rash. And the doctor that I went to go see dismissed all my symptoms. She said that the rashes on my arm and my torso were um, um, rosacea. And, you know, she explained away the tremors that, you know, as we get older, sometimes we have what's called unexplained tremors. Y'all, I was 32 years old at the time. I should not have been having unexplained tremors. And then me losing my balance and all of that, she just, you know, explained all of it away. Didn't give me any medication, not even topical medication. She just told me to put Neosporin on it um, and sent me on my way. So I'm thinking, you know, she's a doctor. She knows what she's talking about. Um, and I should just, you know, get better over time. So I did what she said. The rash did eventually go away, but my symptoms did not. You know, they would kind of come and go, come and go. And then I would start to notice different symptoms. And, you know, I was having trouble speaking. I would stutter. Um, I couldn't remember things. I started having problems with my heart, heart palpitations. Um, going back and forth to the doctor, I wish I could show you all my medical file. It's very thick. And so after several months and then going into years, um, I was just sick and I would go to the doctor and they would just treat the various symptoms. Um, and to give you a little bit more insight as to how complex Lyme disease is, I wanted to just run through this um, two page list of the different symptoms that could accompany Lyme disease. And I, I think um, we are still learning that even more symptoms can occur, but this is the list as of, um, that was compiled back in 2005 by a Lyme disease um, specialist. He's well known uh, throughout the world. His name is Dr. Joseph um, Boroscano. So, um, some of the symptoms that could show up with someone who has Lyme disease or chronic Lyme disease are as follows. Swollen glands, sore throat, fevers, sore soles of your feet, uh, especially in the morning. That's something I deal with every day. Joint pain in your fingers, your toes, your ankles, your wrists, your knees elbows, hips and shoulders, joint swelling in your in the same areas, unexplained back pain, stiff, stiffness of your joints or your back, muscle pain or cramps, muscle weakness. I suffer from that greatly. I can barely hold anything that has any weight to it um, because I also have fibromyalgia. 
So it makes it very difficult for me to hold anything because my muscles, I feel like my muscles just don't work, especially my hands, my legs, and my back. Twitching of the face or other, other muscles. My legs twitch, my face twitches, my eye twitches. Um, confusion, difficulty thinking. Um, I could like to call it brain fog. Difficulty with concentration, reading, problem absorbing, um, and hard to absorb new information. Word search. When I'm talking to someone, sometimes I have a really hard time finding the word that I'm trying to use. Name block, forgetfulness, poor short-term memory or short-term memory loss, poor attention, disorientation, getting lost, going to places that you're familiar with. That happens to me all the time, which is why I don't drive as much as I used to, or and I certainly don't drive far because um, there's no telling what would happen. I had a bad situation happen to me years ago. Um, but we'll talk about that at another time. Um, mood swings, irritability, depression, anxiety, panic attacks. One thing that um, is I don't think is on this list, but stuttering. I have a, a little, a slight stutter when I speak. Tremor seizures, headache, light sensitivity, sound sensitivity, double vision, ear pain, hearing difficulty, buzzing in your ear, ringing and decreased hearing, increased motion sickness, vertigo, off balance, lightheadedness, unavoidable need to sit or lie down, Tingling, numbness, burning or stabbing sensations, shooting pains, and skin hypersensitivity. Facial paralysis, such as Bell's palsy. Unexplained dental pain. I want to pause here and talk to you about um, the seriousness of this. So, I experienced unexplained dental pain and I would go to the doctor and as a result of those dentists, I said doctor, dentists, not really knowing about Lyme disease and you know what to look for, I had unnecessary root canals and, and teeth extractions. All because I was having pain in my, in my mouth. Um, and instead of investigating it further and really looking at my chart and looking at my medical history, they just, you know, countless root canals and a couple of teeth extractions. And I have paid thousands and thousands of dollars as a result of that. So that's a very real thing. Um, fatigue, tired, poor stamina, insomnia. Oh my goodness, there are days where no matter what I do, I cannot go to sleep. So I'm just sitting up in the middle of the night, unable to fall asleep. Unexplained weight gain. That happened to me. In one month, I gained 15 pounds and I eat like a bird. Those of you who have seen me eat know that that would be very, very, very out of the question for me to have gained 15 pounds in one day. I mean, I'm sorry, in one month. And so, that's a very real thing as well. 
unexplained weight loss. That has also happened to me. Um, unexplained menstrual irregularity. Unexplained uh, breast pain. Irritable, irritable bladder or bladder dysfunction. Loss of libido. Queasy stomach or nausea. Heartburn, stomachache, constipation, diarrhea. Low abdominal pain. Heart murmur. Heart palpitations. I had to wear a heart monitor for about a month. Chest wall pain. Head congestion. Breathlessness or air hunger. I suffer from that as well and have to use um, an inhaler as a result. Night sweats. Exaggerated symptoms. And symptoms seem to flare up every three to four weeks. And I can, I mean, I already know, like, you know, I'm only going to feel halfway decent for two, about a week during any given month. And then the other two to three weeks, I'm, you know, not well at all. And with chronic Lyme disease, there is, um, disability. So I really wanted to share that with you because, you know, when I think about people that I've talked to who have Lyme disease and who have been really having a hard time with, you know, their friends and family really, in some cases, believing them that they are even sick. They feel like they're making it up or they just want attention. But these symptoms are very real. I am a witness to, honestly, over a hundred of those symptoms. I have a combination of anything on that list and some that are not on that list as a result of fibromyalgia and Lyme disease. And so um, I really hope that this was helpful. And I also want to um, make a plea if I can I know that a lot of people really think that, you know, deer can be very cute and, you know, we want to go up to them and pet them because for the most part, they're very harmless. They, you know, they don't really bother anyone, but I just want to warn you to please be safe and be careful. If you come in contact with a deer, please, when you get home, Check your body thoroughly, including your scalp. I know someone who was very, very sick, had no idea that she had been infected by a deer tick. It was only until she went to the hair salon and her stylist was washing her hair. She saw the bullseye rash in her scalp and she went to the doctor and was diagnosed with Lyme disease. And remember, those deer ticks can sometimes be as small as a poppy seed so have someone help you check your body thoroughly check your kids thoroughly just to make sure if you're on a hike or you're in the woods be careful no open-toed shoes make sure your entire body is covered from head to toe and again when you get home check your body very thoroughly wash your clothes immediately shower do everything that you can to make sure that there are no ticks 
embedded in your body, in your skin. Um, and I'll talk about the proper way to remove a tick in the next episode. Um, in the event that you do find one, what do you do? Okay. So please, please, please be very, very careful. So, um, I just really want to thank you for taking the time and stopping by and and supporting this podcast. It is my life's goal to empower, encourage, and inspire those who are living with chronic illness, family members um, of those living with chronic illness, and to really bring about more awareness and provide support. If anyone listening has any questions about Lyme disease, fibromyalgia, or chronic fatigue syndrome, um, we at the Wendy J. Cumberbatch are here for you, and we would be more than happy to sit down or um, and have a conversation via phone um, or uh, virtually um, to be able to support however um, we possibly can. So please be sure to follow and subscribe to this podcast. You can follow us um, at myjourneywithlime.com is where I post my blog. Um, our website is the Wendy J. Cumberbatch Foundation.org. Wendy J. Cumberbatch.org. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Wendy J. Cumberbatch Foundation. We would love to hear from you. Um, feel free to send us a message if you have any questions, or you can send an email to info at wendyjcumberbatch.org. Well, that's it for today. Again, thank, thank you so much for your support. And until next time, take care and God bless.